Hello everyone, this is your host, the Aspiring Archivist. I don't quite know how to begin this, and I don't know if it'll go anywhere. But that's half the fun of starting something, isn't it? The untapped, limitless potential of the creative mind. I don't even know where to start, really, but I guess an introduction's as good a place as any. As of this recording, I'm a student finishing up my bachelor's in anthropology with a concentration in archaeology. I've recently moved back to my hometown in Southern California after living in Oregon for several years while going to school. I missed the sun while I was in Oregon, and now I miss the rain. I have a thousand reasons why I want to do this project, but they would probably bore you, and I'm sure I'll get to talk about them eventually if this goes anywhere. Mainly, it's this. I am haunted by the idea of authenticity. Right before he died in 1983, noted anthropologist Victor Turner edited a book called The Anthropology of Experience. In it, anthropologists from all over the world wrote articles talking about the many ways that people identify, define, and catalog experiences. I couldn't really hope to explain this better than he himself could, so I'd like to sort of paraphrase him directly, if you know what I mean. There's a bit of confusing technical jargon, so I'll try to cut that out and bear it down to the barest essentials. Of experience, and of the nature of experience, he writes, It is structurally unimportant whether the past is real, or mythical, moral, or amoral. Here the cognitive heroically asserts itself, for the most experiences begin with the preeminence of emotion and desire, drives that repudiate all pasts. When war is declared, when we meet a most desirable potential lover, or when we run away from physical danger, or refuse to undertake a necessary but unpleasant task, we are under the power of value. It is the heroic combination of will and thought that opposes value by the integrating power of relation establishing meaning. Here, Victor Turner makes a point that haunts me. If all value comes from how we perceive experiences, and we all have different perspectives on those experiences, then aren't there infinite valuable moments in life? And if the theory that no two people experience anything in the same way is true, is a valid thought, then Aren't we as humans ourselves an infinity of experience? And don't we as custodians of these infinities have a responsibility to share as much as we can with each other? I think that a part of all of us belongs to everyone. And we all have a responsibility in keeping that part of the communal human experience alive. My goal with this project is to talk about the stories, dreams, and memories that have no real place in this world, no concrete objective meaning other than as the foundation of our very selves and of what we determine to have meaning on an individual level, I guess. 
Maybe part of this is an inability on my part to open up to the people in my life and share these vulnerabilities that I have with them. Or maybe there's an untapped sense of safety in sharing our most intimate selves with strangers who we don't have to face every day. Maybe the idea of being this memory archivist, this custodian for our most immortal selves, appeals to my sense of meaning, my personal one. Whatever it is, I've dreamed of this for a very long time, and now I'd like for all of you to dream with me. If you have a memory, story, or something from your life you'd like saved, memorialized in audio for as long as this particular audio lasts, I'd be grateful if you'd send it my way. It would be hypocritical of me to ask this particular thing of strangers without first doing it or sharing something of my own. So I'll go first. I think the best way to do this would be to not include any real names, mine or other people's. I think I'll ask the same of you when the time comes, if the time comes. With that in mind, I'd like to give you this story, this memory of mine. When I was 16, I slept over at a childhood friend's house. We were best friends from preschool until about fourth grade when she moved to Virginia. She moved back during high school and we quickly became friends again. I was overjoyed to see her back. It was never the same as it was when we were little. We were both slightly removed from society. We were both angry at our families, felt isolated, alone. We were both only children. We were also wiser, and we had become aware of the space between us that only time can build. That being said, it really didn't bother us much. At least it didn't bother me. Maybe sometimes I was even a little grateful for it, a little bit glad, you know? I didn't think that I had turned into such a great person, and I really didn't want her to see it. That night, when I was 16, I slept over at her house. I was early to bed, early to rise in those days, um, PTSD, so I went to sleep much earlier than her. I popped a couple Xanax, and that was that. I woke up in the middle of the night to the sound of this guy talking. I found myself in the middle of the bed instead of the side that I had started off on. I looked to my left and I saw this guy that I had never met before. He didn't seem surprised to see me. Um, he looked like he was the same age as us. He was nice enough and he didn't seem to be particularly bothered that there was this sleeping girl between him and his conversational partner. So it turns out that my friend had gotten bored while I was asleep and she had exhausted her Jersey Shore reruns and she had called her other friend over. I'll call him the librarian because that night he lent me a fantastic book whose title I can no longer remember, another thing that haunts me. The librarian had crawled through the window and chatted amicably with my friend and that was that until I woke up and joined them. We all got to talking and now that I was wide awake and my friend was falling asleep, we decided the best course of action would be for me to sneak out with the librarian so she could get some rest and we could do something interesting. Besides, her mom didn't know that he was there and she would have fucking hit the roof. I think it might have been the first time I climbed out of a window to sneak out. It was all very exciting. He took me to spray paint an old tunnel that was littered in tags and street art and I drew a dinosaur in yellow spray paint. <laughs> and we broke into an elementary school 
and use the playground equipment. I walked him home, and he told me to wait while he snuck back into his house. He came out again with one of his favorite books. I remember really liking it, but not what it was about. That really bothers me. I spent all night wandering the streets with this guy I'd never met and would probably never meet again, and I walked home the next morning feeling some small kernel of awe at the way things tend to work out. And he even called me again some weeks later in the middle of the night, but um, thanks to a series of unrelated events, I was being wheeled off to the hospital, and I couldn't accept his invitation to sneak out. We never spoke again. I think about him sometimes, despite not remembering his name or even his face at this point. I could probably never pick him out of a crowd if by some chance I saw him on the street one day. I hope that he found that night as fun as I did. I miss the would-be friends sometimes. That's the worst feeling in the world, you know? Knowing in some other life, you and this person are probably the best of friends, as thick as thieves. I just content myself with all the awesome people I do know. So that's my story for this week. What's yours? I made an email address for any potential stories that anyone might care to send my way, if anyone might care to send one my way. You can email memoryarchivist at outlook.com, and I'll spell that out. That's M-E-M-O-R-Y-A-R-C-H-I-V-I-S-T at outlook.com. No dashes, no underscores, no nothing. I don't really know what to expect or whether to expect anything at all, but I do hope to hear from someone, anyone at all, soon. I hope I can continue this because this is something I'm very passionate about, and I think a lot of other people would be passionate about it too. Good night, everyone.